0: You're listening to the Maniverse Podcast with your host Tom Traplin, and this is session number 110. Welcome to the Maniverse Podcast. I'm your host Tom Traplin, and this is the podcast where we explore what it takes to build a successful, friendly local game store. If you like what you hear on today's episode, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever fine platform you're listening on. And if you're listening to this on YouTube hit the like and subscribe button. As always, you can find the notes and links mentioned in today's episode at ManaverseSaga.com. Find out how we can help you grow your game store with the 90-day LGS transformation program. You can book your free strategy session by going to manaversaga.com forward slash MMA. We'll do a deep dive on the six main areas of digital marketing in your game store and identify what's working what can be improved on, create a plan that incorporates each of the six pillars, and how we can put that plan into action for you over the next 90 days. Book your strategy session today at ManiverseSaga.com forward slash mma. All right, Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you had a great time celebrating the arrival of 2022. One of the things I like to do at the beginning of the year is to look back a bit and see what happened over the past 12 months and then establish a bit of a theme for the coming year. So that's what we're doing today. I want to discuss three of the biggest lessons I learned over the past year and how they've changed the way I think about what I'm doing and then... We're going to look forward to the future and talk a bit about the big trends I think are coming for game store owners in 2022. So, to start off with, the first big lesson I learned was to have more fun with the process. My energy and enthusiasm tends to ebb and flow. Over the past year, I noticed that my motivation would uh, wane seemingly out of nowhere. You know, one day everything would be humming along fine, and then the next day I would just kind of feel gray. I couldn't really put my finger on it. A few days would go by and I'd wake up renewed, back to normal, feeling good, time to get down down to business. But it took some time and some probing from my wife, thank you, Kelly, for me to realize what I was missing. And what I was missing was the fun. Between work and kids and cleaning the house and the everyday battle against entropy and chaos, I'd forgotten to have fun. I'd forgotten what I found to be fun, actually. So I thought for a bit during a walk with my dog, Arya down by the shoreline, about what sparks that joy in my life. Uh, what were the common threads during those days where I felt energized and, and excited? And I realized that money doesn't motivate me as much as it used to. You know, Getting paid is nice, obviously, uh, but it, didn't, it doesn't pump me up the way uh, it did when I was just getting started. And I realized that a few activities always made me feel good. And the first is that I love having conversations with game store owners and talking business. I always feel good after doing an interview with a store owner. That the conversation makes me feel energized and motivated to keep going. So, follow up to that as I'm committing to do more of those and share those interviews here on the podcast. And I also realized that I really miss the round table style episodes of the podcast. So I'm hoping to get more of those free form conversations going on. On a regular basis, again, that's something I'm really hoping to do this year. The other things that I noticed were that I I enjoy writing and injecting my own humor into it, even if no one reads it. You know, if I can make myself smile while I'm doing it, it's worth the effort. And on top of that, I also realized that I miss having a level of competition in my life. Uh, before kids, you know, years ago, before kids, I would play uh, magic on a semi-competitive level. Nothing crazy, but. You know, there was nothing like having a big tournament coming up to to get me excited and you know, having it I, I had so much fun planning and thinking and strategizing and and tweaking a deck and all the all the work that goes into preparing for a big competitive tournament. I love those things. I I haven't done that in years. I haven't had anything like that in my life for a long time. So right now I'm looking for ways to incorporate that into my life and that, you know, fit my schedule as it is. Those are the really big ones that uh, I realized that I needed to include in order to make myself happy. The, you know If there's something that I learned is that if you enjoy what you're doing and you find joy in the process and you have fun, it doesn't really, <laughs> with the old, uh, the old adage, the old cliche, you know, if it feels like uh, you never work a day in your life, if you love what you do kind of experience. So it's more of about finding the things that I love and making sure I do more of those, sprinkle them in throughout my days so that uh, I've got something that pumps me up, and as well as you know the necessary grind that needs to get done in order for things to happen. The second thing that I learned in 2021 is that what I'm doing actually matters. Recording the podcast and running a business that's entirely online can be a very lonely existence. You know, sometimes it feels like I'm just talking to myself all day. But the feedback I've received from listeners and store owners I've talked to has been almost universally positive. That what I'm putting out into the universe is important and needed and is genuinely helpful. And for me, that's always been kind of hard to accept. So I'm I'm the kind of personality to downplay it when somebody thanks, thanks me or praises me for something. I usually respond with a no problem, you know, don't worry about it kind of attitude. So I'm working on just accepting that and appreciating the fact that what I'm doing actually matters to people in a deep way. And if you're like me that way, I re- recommend that you give it a shot too. You know, if you're always brushing people off when they say, hey, the, I really liked what you did there. or I really appreciated what you what you did for me or something along those lines. And all you do is say, you know, like, don't worry about it. You know, you're welcome. It was nothing like try to change the language that you're using about it because that does actually impact when you say don't worry about it it's nothing you're telling yourself don't don't worry about it it's nothing you're devaluing the fact that you are producing uh, goodwill and you're devaluing the fact that you did something nice that you did something positive that you made the world a better place for this person at least that's what I've realized in myself so I'm gonna try and uh, try and undo that and I guarantee that if you put the effort in, Uh, to try and change that about yourself. Uh, There are people in your life that definitely appreciate what you do, and it's okay to feel good about that. then the third major lesson that I learned is that there is so much negativity in the world. I need to stay focused more on the positive so that I can stay pumped and keep creating. Living on the internet is a dangerous thing. Social media is the perfect arena to spread misery and anxiety And the algorithm is primed to feed you as much rage bait as it can, since that keeps you engaged on the platform. And when you combine that with the general state of the world at the moment, it's all too easy to feel like it's all going down the toilet. But, on the flip side of all that, just for context, we're also living in the greatest era of human history. We have more wealth in terms of resources and education and technology than ever before people live longer than ever. More people are coming out of poverty at a faster rate than ever. It's the least violent period of time ever. There is so much to be grateful and happy for. I just need to see it. Need to f- focus and pay attention to it. So, and again, I if if you're thinking that yeah, that's right. That's true. That's I feel that way as well. I recommend that you uh maybe reshape your mindset, reorient your frame. That you're looking at the world and maybe you'll see uh, maybe you'll see the positive on things and, and you'll feel a little bit more motivated to keep going. So I'm personally going to make a conscious effort to focus on the positive this year and avoid as much of the negative. I'm not going to put my head in the sand, but I'm not going to dwell on it because what you pay attention to grows. So those are the three big lessons that I learned this year. I learned that uh, I need to have more fun. I learned that what I'm doing actually matters to people and I need to appreciate that and I need to accept that gracefully as much as I can. And then to focus on the positive and avoid as much of the negative as I can. Because generally speaking, the negative doesn't really add anything to your life. Unless I'm, you know, avoiding a disaster, I can probably not worry about too much. I need to focus on what I can do in my own life uh, to make a positive impact in the world. So that's what I'm going to do. So let's look now to the horizon and talk a little bit about what I think is coming down the pipe in 2022 for the games industry. So the first big trend, the first thing that I think is going to be, uh, well, the first thing that's going to be happening is something that's already happening right now, and it's that the supply chain disruptions are going to continue. So you, as the game store owner, need to make the most of what you can get and stock deep on what you can. Expanding into other hobby adjacent product lines and being flexible is going to be very important going forward. We don't know when uh, the supply chain will kind of smooth itself out. But we're talking multi-months build-up in terms of, uh, you know, residual effects from all of the, uh, the the impacts over the past years. Like you know, the, the number of variables that are going into it over the, the past two years is uh, incredible. But that's all causing disruptions and uh, <laughs> and peaks and valleys throughout the supply chain, and it's going to take some time. It's going to take probably at least another twelve months before things start to go back to. Uh, what could be considered normal? So we need to plan for that and take that into account, and expanding into other areas that are not necessarily going to be as impacted, or allow you to fill out some of the holes that you're going to be missing from your stock. Uh, that's going to be a really important. Uh, that's going to be a very important skill that business owners need to develop. So if you're a game store owner, uh, maybe you should start looking at new suppliers, looking at new sources for, again, hobby adjacent products, the things that uh, that aren't in the core categories that you might be carrying right now, but maybe, you know, line up well with what your customers are willing to spend their money on. Uh, so kind of keeping that in mind, I think is going to be a really important thing coming forward for the next 12 months. Uh, the second Big trend is going to be e-commerce or is it? the 10 the trend towards e-commerce and buying online is going to continue as well so customers again this is related to the supply chain disruption it's related to the, the pandemic and everything that's happening uh that's been happening for the past two years customers will expect the online shopping experience to be simple and easy and if your game store's website does not provide a good buying experience you're going to miss out on sales that's the bottom line you need to have a website that can process transactions because your customers are going to expect that to be the case going forward. That's going to be the way that most retail is done, is that the you will have a physical storefront and you will have an online storefront, and they will become more equally important as we go forward, if not online becoming even more important than the physical space. Uh, number three, prices are going to go up everywhere and across the board, unfortunately. <laughs> Shipping, production, labor, everything is being impacted by inflation. And in order for game stores to continue to survive and be profitable, retail prices will need to rise in the future. In order for that change to happen, game stores will need to communicate with their customers and help them understand the changes if they want to avoid major blowback. So it's, yeah, prices are going to go up. It's, it's going to happen one way or another. The industry is going to change. I suspect that there will be a move away from MSRP over time as publishers realize that they can't keep squeezing the retailer tier and telling them to just eat the increased wholesale costs. At some point, that's going to probably go away as you know pushback from the retailers. It says, hey, you're putting the burden all on us, and that's not fair. Uh, prices are... You're going to have to raise your prices. That's, I believe, going to be the case. I don't know if it's going to happen necessarily, you know, in 2022, but sometime in the near future, that is likely going to be the situation that we're going to be facing. We're going to have a major adjustment in pricing across the board in all aspects of the industry. And then the fourth big trend is that expanding your customer base will be even more important than usual. Uh, Reaching more mainstream customers and bringing them into the games hobby, the niche will be a key strategy for surviving and continuing to grow. Uh, Marketing and positive, intentional word of mouth will be the primary means of reaching these people going forward. And on that last note, I want to close this episode with my big overarching goal for 2022, which is to change the way that game store owners think about their marketing. Instead of the traditional spray-and-pray method of marketing, I want game store owners to market their businesses in a way that is measurable. I want to help you create marketing campaigns that deliver direct results that you can see, that takes advantage of the technology that's available today. I want to show you why marketing is one of the most important business activities you can engage in, and, it sh- and why it should be included with the foundational aspects of your operation. I want to show you what's possible when you combine modern marketing strategies with a solid business model that delivers a great experience for its customers. That's my big goal. I want I there's lots of little goals that uh, you know are going to happen along the way, but that's my big moonshot. That's what I want to hope that by the end of 2022, I want to make such a splash in this industry that I'm hoping that people will change the way that they think about what can be done with marketing and what's possible and how it can be factored into the way that they grow their business. So that is my big, hairy, audacious goal for 2022. Uh, and to accomplish that, I'm going to deliver excellent results for the Manor's Marketing Agency clients and create a framework that any game store owner can use and adapt for their own business. And then, in addition to this big, hairy, audacious goal, on top of that, I'm planning the third LGS Success Summit, tentatively scheduled for May this year, and then as well as launching a game cafe of our own this summer. More details on that little nugget coming soon. So that is it for today's episode of the podcast. Short and sweet, I hope. Uh, I would love to know what you've got planned for 2022. You know, Let me know what your aspirations and goals are for the next year in the comments for this episode on MandoverSaga.com or in the Facebook post that you're watching this on right now or on YouTube, anywhere is fine. Let me know. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay up to date whenever we upload. And if you like what you hear, we'd also appreciate a quick five-star review on iTunes. And if you want to kick off 2022 with a bang, book your free strategy session by going to maniverseaga.com forward slash MMA, where we will take a look at your current digital marketing strategy, come up with a custom plan just for your game store to grow your business over the next 90 days. So book your strategy session today at maniverseaga.com forward slash MMA. Thanks again for listening to today's show. I'm Tom Trappin. I've been your host, And I will talk to you again in the next episode of the Manaverse podcast.